Hey there, tape heads. It is time to make us a mixtape. I am your host, Marty DeRosa. I'm your other host, Paul Farvar. And what we have done is sat down and made our own mixtapes. You know you love it when there's no guest here. We're being <laughs> safe as can be, and we have decided to uh, cut out the middleman yes. or woman uh, or middle they them. Socially distanced and cleared from COVID testing, at least on my end. My end as well. Okay. And yeah. what we have decided to do... Uh, is the year 1985. But before we get into that, uh, Paul, tell everybody how they can get a hold of us. Yeah. If you want to message us your list, paulmartymix at gmail.com. Uh, sorry we're behind on a lot of messages. I know people have reached out to me on DM saying, did you get my message? We will. We will. Marty has been very, very busy headlining all over the country. and All over Chicago. <laughs> this is the country of Chicago. I'm the king of country of Chicago. <laughs> and I've been hosting all over Chicago. So, um, yeah. So paulmartymix at gmail.com. If you send us your list or any comments, concerns, questions you had or anything we said or did, let us Tell know. Tell us. Uh, I don't know how I came up with 1985. This was your idea. You know what? I've been watching a lot of uh, old music videos from the 80s, and I don't know where 85 came, but I just said, you know what? Let's do 1985. You said it pretty quickly. Yes. I remember. I was like, okay. And uh, this one was interesting for me because um, I thought at first it was going to be very hard based on the list that we went online to find the Rolling Stones, the billboards, and then once again... You and I talked about before we started the accuracy problem. I don't even mess mainstream with those. music Listen, media. They're both. They might as well be the same thing. Billboard and Rolling Stone might as well be the same thing. I'm convinced it's the same. Like there's these wrestling magazines called the After Mags, where this Bill After would put them out, and he had like ten wrestling magazines at one point, or five or six or something. And it was always the same. It was the same company, but they they're just, just cut out different magazines. Yeah. Uh, I now. My one of my main sources is Enemy. You'll you hear Enemy a lot when they talk about uh, British, you know, the British music scene. N M E, that's the name of it. Uh, great name, Enemy. Come on, that's yeah. so good. Uh, loved it. Then I would go over to iTunes because the heartbreaker of doing this podcast is sometimes you see a song and you're like, oh, that's the best song, and then you go over to iTunes and it says 1984, the or wrong year, and you're like, fuck, these people. You know, it's so shocking that you're they, really offended by this. I, it really bugs me. Like, yeah. I kind of know the years, you know, like people I was talking to someone while I was making the list. Like, oh, that's a good one. They're looking at the same list I'm yeah. doing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to start. Were some, do you remember any? Yeah, I've got available? a list of ones that didn't make it because and it was then you wrong. Said you have a list of songs that you thought I thought you were going to be on. OK, yeah. so let's the songs that I thought um were 1984 based on mainstream music media. 85, MMMM. you thought it was 85? 85. But turned out to be To be wrong was Careless Whisper, uh, Wham. Okay. That was not on there, or it wasn't the right year. Okay. Um, Let's see, some other ones. Uh, Simple Minds, I think that was Don't one of them. Don't you forget about me? Don't Ooh, that, enemy that might have been. that on there. Everybody Wants to Rule the World, Tears oh, for Fears. Uh-oh, Enemy. 84. Enemy, these are all on Enemy's list too. We Belong, uh, Pat <laughs> Benatar. <laughs> okay. Not on there. These are some that sure, th- that, and there were some that you had on your list that yeah. I ended up not using. Um, what were some that you had that didn't make the cut, or uh, you found out? Motley or- Crue, Home Sweet Home. Oh, really? Mm, yeah, I thought like you know that's was, not that, that's not eighty five, was it? Yes. Oh, it was yeah, okay. It was so close. Uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers don't come around here no more. Eighty four. Shit, I'm noticed. You said a couple of those. Uh, uh, what did I have on here? Uh, the Hooters and we danced. I thought you were gonna have that, dude. I watched the video, uh, which I often do uh, when I'm in my little. It it always is like, hey, you want to watch this video, don't you? <laughs> and then I was watching uh, Professor Rock on YouTube, and he mentioned they're from the UK. 
Yeah. I th- could have swore Pooters. they were. I thought they were probably as Indiana. American as yeah. can be. Well, um, let's People see. know that song. We'll probably play out with that. Um, yeah, I I thought Tears for Fears was was uh, 85. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, oh, Prince America. Prince uh, had a song. They, she, he had an album yeah. out that year. R- uh, Raspberry um, Bray was the big one, but mm-hmm. America is a Prince song that uh, I was calling a wrestling show, and this wrestler came out to it, Mr. Thunderbolt. A uh, five dollar wrestling superstar, Mister mm-hmm. Thunderbolt, and I was like, "What is this song?" And he danced to it. It was so fun. Yeah. Um, uh, I went and with it, another version, of, another song by one of the bands. I don't want to say yet. Sure. Uh, Tom Waits' "Downtown Train" almost made it on there. That was like, ooh, that almost made it on oh, there. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, is that his, is that his song or did yeah. Rod Stewart? Co- okay. Rod Stewart covered it. Gotcha. Uh, and then uh, Husker Du makes no sense at all. Oh yeah, almost that's made a good it album. Yeah. Yeah, there was some that I thought you would for sure have on. One was the Hooter, the Hooters song. And sure. Dance, just because we talked about it on text, and I was like, "Yeah, you're gonna do it, so I won't." Did I send you a photo of that or something, or why did we? I don't even remember. I no, probably... I sent you the I sent you the link to the song when you said 1985 because I. Oh yeah, oh, I had I, already seen it. Yeah, I think we were at we both had our we were both at shows, yes. and I was texting you, and I just put I, in the year just to kind of see, it, and that was the first thing. I the came video that home from my show and uh, and Sarah was just like play a bunch of like just real '80s videos and that was that was one of them. A lot of videos at that time didn't hold up, but um, I thought you were gonna have some John Cougar on there. I I'm just was so shocked, burnt out. I thought you would have uh, "Sugar Walls" by Sheena Easton. What? <laughs> really? Just because of country? I don't know. Okay. I thought that might be, <laughs> oh, and geez. I and I really really thought you were gonna have Axel Axel Foley. The Axel Foley song. You know, it's but I don't even know if that's the right year. I'm gonna say that's not even a real song. It's like it is, but it isn't. I could never play a song without lyrics on here. That to me is just yeah. like, how are you gonna do that? I don't think that I'm not a big fan of songs without lyrics, but those were my three guesses that and I thought you were how, gonna have for sure. How did you sort of put this list together? What would you kind of I was thinking of when we do these Well we talked about the rules and you told me not to to overthink it, so I didn't. What are the? What do you mean? Well, oh, yeah, yeah. To me, I I did a combination. I think it's whatever you want it to be. Sure. Because I was kind of looking at this, and my list is songs that I liked back then that I'm proud I liked back then. That I'm like, hey, because I mean, if Tears for Fears was in fact '85, there might have been a chance that I would have thrown Shout on there because I thought Shout was such yeah. a cool song back in the day, and now I'm like, man, eh, it's it's fine. But like these songs that I have on my list are five songs that when I was putting this list together, I was like, hey, good job. Bob. Yeah. Those are good songs. I, I kind of along with the good same Good job lines. as me as a kid being like, ooh, I like this. That's what I meant. So I did a little different. I, I definitely put songs that I was listening to as a kid at the time that made an impression on me, but also the ones that's, that for most of them survived the test of time. And one song, when we get to it, I didn't like at the time and I currently ooh, love. Tasty. So There's one song on your list that I was listening to. And I guess I just never listened to the lyrics. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. We'll get to that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, what what were you, what was what was Marty in 85 doing? What, what uh, was like your biggest memory? Let's see, 85, I was probably just like a little kid. I mean, just yeah. mean, obviously a little kid. <laughs> we're all kids then. Um, I was 22. <laughs> I, I was just, uh, I was obsessed with wrestling. I had just gotten Already. the wrestling bug in 85. This was like okay. year two of Hulk Hogan's I mean, yeah. Hogan kind of took over. I was into wrestling back then too. So that it was all wrestling, but it was also, um, I don't think we had cable yet. So it was probably, I was watching Friday night videos like the next day yeah. on, on the VCR that my brother would always tape. Um, and a lot of these songs, I remember, um, either hearing 
on the radio or the video or later they were in other things or whatever that I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. And um, yeah, it's just, it's just like, I can, I can remember. Cause I, I mean, I'll, one song had a bad word in it and I thought that was like the coolest. The coolest. Yeah. Um, and then another one, I was just always fascinated. And I, I think I've talked about it on this. I, I was fascinated with the talking heads as a kid. That sure. was like, I was, I, I wasn't like a diehard, like music, like their fan musically mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, I like all the songs, but it was just like overall the whole package. I was just like these dudes or whatever, they're doing something so different than everybody art, else. Art rock. Yeah, yeah, no, they were great. I didn't, I was, I, I had one of the songs that you had on there was on my, that just barely got caught was their talking head song. But uh, I, I was, I wanted to be honest with myself because I didn't get into talking heads until 1990. Okay. So I was like, eh, you know, I don't think that's fair. What song? And she, I had, uh, I had. Uh, and, what got you into it in the nineties? Uh, I went to a blockbuster, or no, it was a sound warehouse, and that was when they were playing the the music in the background. Yeah, and it was the True Stories album. Okay, and I was like, uh, Wild, all those songs yeah. are so cool. Yeah, and uh, I went and, and bought, the videos. Yeah, oh, well, baby. the yeah, burning down. Then I went back and listened to everything afterwards. Burning down the house, um, and she was all that stuff. I got into, but I didn't in nineteen eighty five. Wasn't a, wasn't a blimp on my radar yet. I was, you know, a kid fascinated with music, um, playing tennis and uh, and watching wrestling too. I think hey, I did watch wrestling back then. I was trying to make a business. I think I was like in third grade, trying to make a business where I made other people cassettes mm, okay. uh, of stuff that I had. Okay. So not necessarily mixtapes, but interesting. I didn't think it was illegal. You're so anti Napster, yet <laughs> in elementary school you were essentially. I was Napster. ahead of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So because I know that I had, uh, I had all these albums and cassettes I could record for people, and I had a, a turntable that was connected so you can record directly, and mm-hmm. it sounded better. But you know, cool. We're ahead of the time. Just moved to Oakbrook, Illinois. Wow. We were like the Persian Jeffersons at that point. <laughs> I Coming love it. from the downtown. Do you area. have a Persian housekeeper? No, we didn't. We didn't get that far. Baby oh. steps, man. Uh, but yeah, I think. Uh, who do you want? Who wants to go first? You want to go first? You want to um, go first? I think you should go first. Why yeah, don't we, why yeah. Don't I do think that? I think I should because I think I have a better first song than you. I well, have I have such a fun burn on your on your first song. It's going to be <laughs> so fun for everybody. I, I yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, my first song, and you got to start. You know how I do it, Paul. I always start with a banger, and I start with a real high energy song, and uh, that's what I have here. Uh, it's Killing Joke with, uh, ironically enough, ITs. Come on, baby. I and, and you pointed it out before we started because I I did not know this song at the time. I, I heard it. On, I saw it on your list. Wow, what a fucking direct lift by the Nirvana. So I did a little research because uh, you asked Come me if, as you if they are. ever sued. Uh, so with Nirvana, they were uh, discussing which song to put out as their second single, and Cobain even said he's like, "Oh shit, Come as You Are" really sounds like Killing Joke. And they were like, ah, but that's like the song. And they're like, all right, let's hope they don't sue. They never sued. Killing Joke never sued. But they, they bitched about it a little bit. And uh, I guess it's Dave Grohl played drums on one of their like, comeback album as kind of like a make, a make killer joke. Like, yeah. All right, you can make us some money. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it's directly a lift. Were you listening to this band, Killer? Jo- I didn't even know so, these people. This was a song that I remember later. I don't remember it. Obviously, I don't. I don't think I remember it in '85. I don't even know how I would have heard this in '85. Like, what's? I don't know. Yeah, where would this be? Because I never. This was. I never even. Yeah, heard Yeah, this, this. This was like. I felt like a song that got thrown on like, like skateboard. Mix. I, I, was, okay. I felt like it was kind of like through skateboarding or something that I heard the song. But you weren't skateboarding in '85 yet. No, no, no. I, but like, I no, no. I heard the song later. I heard the song later. I didn't hear this song in '85. Uh, but when I first heard the song, because I remember hearing the song as a kid, and I would always go, "I tell you, it's like I loved, I loved it. So I thought it was so fun." Um, and then it was on a lot of like, because I was telling you, I'm like, it had to have been in movies and stuff. Now that I think about it, I'm like, I don't know if there was like. Like wrestling comp, like wrestling clips to this song or something. Because I mean, eighties, you know, it was like it had to have been used so much. Yeah, um, I mean, it has to be something that I wouldn't wouldn't uh, encounter. Because if I yeah. heard that, if I heard that riff more times, I'd be like, wait a minute. Like I'm very yeah. And then I, they have a couple other songs uh, that I'm okay. that I'm into, and it's just like they're another one of those bands where it's like I've never like delved super deep, but the songs that I do know from Killing Joke, I'm like, I'm, and they were they were, you know. Because they were kind of influential, obviously influential on on a lot of the alternative bands, but they had like a little comeback too during that. So it was like, you know, they had some like 120 minutes fame and stuff like that. But yeah, good song, right? Good to start with. Uh, It's very Marty. Uh, I I, I, I like it for you. Okay. (laughs) Fine. I I, I wouldn't, this isn't going to make a stop for me. Okay. But I I, I am, uh, hey. It is consistent with your brand, and it's also a good start to the podcast. Obviously, there you with go. the song name and the energy. Okay, so I, mean, I guess I'll take that <laughs> as a th- well. Okay. There's one song on your list that I was really, really, really bummed that I didn't think of. So we'll oh, get cool. To that. Yeah. Okay. And there was one that we both had. So there's a Venn diagram still there. We both had the same song. No, there was one oh, that, oh, 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 that got cut. Got that, it. Uh, that that we talked about a little bit. Cool. So yeah, I just thought it was a fun way to start. Uh, so I had. I originally had a different song to start, but it wasn't. It was. Uh, it was uh, not not the right year, and I had to put something from Sting, "Dream of the Blue Turtles." Oh my god, I can't believe this song. <laughs> and this song does not hold. I do not like the song anymore. But at the time, I was obsessed with the song. This is the second. I think the second hit off of this multi-hit album. This was a hit. Love is the seventh wave by Sting. Um, do you remember the TV show Parker Lewis Can't Lose? <laughs> this is, is that the your riff? fucking theme song. I swear to God. It's not. Hold on. I know it's not, but it's like, you know how Nirvana was heavily sure. influenced by Killing Joke? Uh, I'm Parker Lewis sure. Can't Lose came on after this. So if they did get influenced, it was. So first of all, I was Hold devastated. On. May, I, may I please play the theme song? Hold yeah, on yeah, a yeah, go Oh, ahead. no, go ahead. You were devastated. I was devastated by the police breakup, and, and I thought this was going to be temporary as yeah. a kid. And then this album came out, and I was like, "Oh, this is really good!" And I got to go to this concert. Okay. Years later, and uh, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is so cool!" Um, and uh, yeah, that album, you know, was amazing. There were so many hits on that. Hold on. Is this the song? Go ahead. <laughs> Hold on. Here's the Parker Lewis theme song. Oh, 
This is the first thing I thought of. <laughs> Similar. I'm Sting, Parker Lewis can't <laughs> lose. He can't you sound like lose. John Mayer. I really do. Thank you very much. Uh, no, I, I. It was an upbeat song, and that and that was kind of like it was kind of reggae feel, reggae vibe, and I, and then I got into reggae after that. But <laughs> Sting uh, at that time, again, not a Sting fan now. Huge Police fan still, and uh, I'll I'll defend them to the grave, but. Um, that song at the t- that album at the time was amazing. He had so many hits on that album. Fortress Run Your Heart. I, I, I need like I need like If You Love Somebody Set Them Free. Free, free. That was the first hit. Free. That's it the was, song I remember. This I, I I would like to uh if we could do like a phone a friend, if we had that that technology, I would message like a uh, former guest Jim Ryan and be like, What do you think of this song? <laughs> I have to know. Like, I don't know, man. This is this I it, it blows my mind that like the f- the police stuff okay fine but now we're getting into sting solo stuff and you're i don't know dream man. of the blue turtles was an album that I, the first two solo sting albums dream were amazing the, if i'm the if i'm the president of this record label and sting walks in and goes it's going to be called <laughs> dream of the blue turtles i'm going to go sting get the fuck out of here dude come back when you got something unbelievable uh, hey it, I think it won awards. It was uh Yeah, bad. Everybody gave Sting awards. Sting, Are you saying he that's didn't Sting's deserve problem? It? He's been encouraged too much. <laughs> He's been encouraged too much. I don't know, man. I remember. Here, let's uh, let's do the review here. Yeah, please. So, uh, this album, "Consider Me Gun," was also a good song. "Fortress Around Your Heart," um, "Consider Consider Me Gone," and uh, the other "Fortress Around Your Heart," "Dreaming the Blue Turtles." All these songs were were. Um, bangers at the time um the part i loved about this song which i think is coming up is uh at the end he does a he does the line where it says every breath you take every movie you make, he makes fun of himself and as a kid i was like whoa no, I, when i he heard acknowledge that I went, oh, okay okay i thought he was gonna go uh, parker lewis can't lose was taped live before a studio audience <laughs> Yeah, this part where he just starts riffing at the end, dude. It's so cool. Every sin. He's probably flipping off uh, the other members Stuart of the band. Copeland they hate each other so much, yeah. Every cake you bake. Every break, every leg you break. He's just yeah. riffing and he they decide a, to keep it. So dick, I thought huh? it was cool. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, again, that album and the album after it and the album after that were good, but then... He went into a Mercury falling, all that shit after that. I agree. I not not hold up. Yeah. Speaking of holding up, baby, baby, this next song. Uh, do you like the replacements? Love the replacements. You got to love the replacements. Uh, did you ever see that documentary? It's like four hours long, but they don't have any of the rights to the music. So they just don't play the Yeah. Music. So they That's just crazy. talk about it. It's, uh, it's tough. I haven't seen it, but I, I know a lot about them because of all the books yeah. that cover their their and I tumultuous relationship with each other. remember hearing the song as a kid, and they say a bad word in it, and I'm all about it. Here we go. Replacements, Bastards of Young. And the beginning of this. Come on, man. So good. Off of Tim. Can't you just hear so many, or in your head, see so many people listening to this and being like, I'm going to do this too. 
Like this is like I like Ryan lo- Adams, your boy Ryan Adams. There'd be no Ryan Adams if there was replay. Like this is just. I like, agree with that, and 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 I love the. I didn't know this song because I didn't get to replace into replacements until I was in much later, um, in high school. But this rawness of Paul Westerberg's voice is yeah. so badass. I was really, Dude. I really like this song. I didn't know it before, yeah. before this. Great which is, voice, great band. They were just like. I love those bands. How did you hear about the Replacements? My brother. Okay. Replacements fan and uh, XRT. Well, they weren't. Were you listening to XRT that as that young a child? Because when I was a kid, I was listening to like B ninety six. No, I feel like it was on the it was on the rotation. Got it. Yeah, it was on the rotation because my brother was ten years older than me. Yeah, my so brother was like, seven years older, and he listened to more like the. R- the rock, like yeah. the LUP, yeah. XRT as well, but XRT wasn't oh, maybe that the big. Loop. Like that. Do you think the loop would have played this back in the day? Uh, no, I think that the loop. Was, this might have been more alternative. I'd have to check with my brother. He might have had this album because I, I was definitely like, like this aware of the replacements from way long ago. The the eighties, early eighties, eighty five, stuff like that. The stuff like this and like psychedelic furs. Boingo, Boingo, whatever. That stuff was only on XRT. Yeah. Or or the college stations, too. Yeah. Local college stations. I wonder, too, if this was on the, the uh, jukebox, the video channel. Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't. We didn't have cable, so I, I, didn't, I didn't. No, jukebox it. was like UHF. Oh. Well, we didn't even have U. I didn't have. You didn't have to get Channel 50 out no. in Oakbrook? No, we didn't have 32. We, got we stole Fox. all that in Indiana. We didn't we, have we any We stole it. We pirated all that. When we moved, something something with all the UHF stuff we couldn't get, so I was really bummed. I couldn't, get, I couldn't watch Married with Children Oh, my God. When it I came missed out. all my wrestling. I yeah. would be so bummed out. The only time I could see wrestling was at my friend's house. Yeah, but this is... Uh, just a good one. Good band, good voice, good songs, good lyrics. It's like perfect. They'll never do a reunion show either. That's, That's fine. Sad. That's fine. Yeah. I don't even get in fights and stuff and be old and yell they at each other. They broke up on stage yeah. at Chicago 4th of July XRT show. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Cool. It's, Lynn Brainer was like, they dropped their guitars. Like, And he goes, and I don't think yeah. they're ever coming back. I'm, I'm reading uh, what happened to the Alternative Nation or what happened to Alternative Nation or whatever. And they were talking about... Uh, Soundgarden when they broke up it was just like the bassist left and they're like I'm out of here and he's like we're better without you and then yeah. it's like they just all broke up yeah he, he they talk about that in the other book Everyone Loves Our Town that yeah. breakup was badass yeah no no he wrote Your Fair Band Is Killing Me that was the same guy oh it is the yeah, same yeah, guy yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, th- yeah well yeah, he covers yeah, yeah. he covers the breakup or the guy quitting to oh yeah to join his family yeah or something. yeah yeah but he said he, he he talks about the last time he saw Chris it's, it's, a, it's a fun interesting book and they were talking about like um I don't know what he. I don't know what member of Pearl Jam. Uh, what they play it might have been the drummer. Cause they're always, they're always having drummer replacements, right? Pearl Jam. Uh, they they got their first money, and he bought uh Infinity. Yeah. Not even a, he bought an Infinity, and they're like, "Get the fuck out of here, rock yeah. star!" And I was like, "Wow, that's some... that was Mike Abruzzi or something." Yeah, Bruzzi, yeah, the there first you go. drummer. Yeah, yeah. Well, my second song. I love this song so much. I love this song. At the time, I only liked it because of the video as a kid. Yes. The video was so badass. What they? I remember this song on Friday Night Videos on MTV for sure. And this was like such a heavy rotation MTV yes. video. If I was over at anyone's house and this was on. She was cool. She had that little Amy braid. Oh, remember that? Voices carry till Tuesday. Uh, yeah. The Well, let's play it for a second for those people that don't remember. Intro is so badass, and her voice. 
so weird thinking like as a kid, why did I like this? But I did. That's the part that you liked as a kid, probably. <laughs> no. no. The space age oh, style. Oh, yeah, I probably did. Never listen to the lyrics till till the day I listened the other day when I was listening, like really listening. This is '80s. I didn't know he's telling her like, "Shut the fuck up, someone's gonna hear you." Oh, the video is awesome. I gotta watch the video again. So, this song is the stereotype of a hit. Thirty-three minutes, thirty seconds. Within 10 seconds, you got an intro. We're, we're only a minute in. Yeah. We've already got a chorus and yeah. a verse. Yeah. And they get right to the fucking... You know what Ahead the song's about. The video made me so uncomfortable as a kid because she starts yelling in the crowd at the end. Yeah. I remember I was like, ooh, that's so uncomfortable. They're like at a... They're at a an opera or something. Yeah, And she yeah, just yeah. gets up and she goes, yeah. shut up. Yeah. Dude, I remember being... Like uh, neurotic as a kid, just being like, "Oh, that's so uncomfortable." You know, like when you watch it's, Curb Your like, Enthusiasm. Yeah, that's what I felt like as a kid. It's great, man, and that and the lyrics and the the I when it's like, "Shut the fuck up, voice." You, people can hear your voice now. is gonna carry. It's like very cool. I just picture them in a fight, and and he's like, "She's like, yeah. appearances are everything." Yeah, yeah, dude, she was ahead of her time. Yeah, man. Amy man. She. I mean, she's, she's had a great career, on, but like. Man, she's been on my list already on, on this show. I mean, I it, it's one of the she's all her albums are those kind of albums where you can just play it and just chill out. Yeah. Whether you're you're doing drugs like Marty or just chilling <laughs> out like me, uh, drinking some Diet Cokes. It's really on yeah. the straight edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> drinking out, drinking yourself. I am drinking now. I now I, I talked to our, our friend Jonah and he's he's all excited that you're drinking again. Well, I said that. Like I text, he's like, "How about how about now?" Like I was like, "Reverend <laughs> <laughs> Jonah loves to drink. His musical taste is so bad." Oh my he god! He admitted it. He goes, "Oh, you're not god. doing the podcast, are you?" He's like, "No, no, it's I wouldn't, I would not let him on here. It would be, I'd rather do <laughs> shout out to Jonah. Jervis. I'd rather do 1912, uh, a mixtape of 1912 than have Jonah on this podcast. <laughs> 1912. That's what I'd rather do than have this them on all this podcast. bobs from like World War One. <laughs> Unbelievable. We're gonna do 19. No, we're not. No, we're not. That'll, if we make a hundred shows, we'll do 1912, and fucking Rolling Stone will still get it wrong, and it'll be actually 1911, and be like, God damn it, Rolling Stone. I thought you were gonna say Rolling Stone would have their debut album. Oh, the Rolling Stones. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's it's true. Uh. Now this is good, man. This is a great song. I, hey. Uh, I was I gotta say, I was looking for some female representation. I like to always yeah. have. A, oh a yeah, you gave me shit, None. dude. Talking tough, ads had tough a, year. as a basis. Tough for, year for for women, dude. And uh, music of, of the the hits and everything. Yeah, there were some years we go back and there's it's like all, it's great to see you yeah. know all the women dominating the pop charts and the alternative charts. It was Madonna, not eighty five, and a whole lot of not else. Uh, my next song. Uh, it has girl in the title, so I get uh, <laughs> a quarter of a point Canceled. for that. Uh, Paul, what do you know about the Descendants? Only what I've learned through you, and uh, now I've I've learned more because people that I've matched with on online have been have are into this alkaline trio Descendants how, crowd. How are you? Uh, 
asking her about music is that that's like a first question uh it comes up uh, or is it in like a profile I don't remember how it came up. I think I saw a tattoo oh. of a girl oh, who had an alkaline tree. You, you know what that is? I always ask people what their tattoos are. Sure. That's how it comes up. There you go. Or, But music used to be an issue, but yeah. I think now I'm just kind of like, uh. Well, if you see, this, not gonna if be an you see this Milo on anybody, you know they're, uh, <laughs> you know they're uh, a cool person. Uh, here's Silly Girl by The Descendants. If I can play it. There we go. Ooh. Listen to those drums. Again. Yeah, this is stuff that I would never be exposed to sure. uh, as a child or as an adult to, unless I had you around. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's really cool. And I think for me, it always goes back to vocals. And the problem I have with that style of music is that it's always like, eh, you know, but the music is cool. See, I remember when he starts singing, I'm like, eh. I, I learned about the descendants kind of like how I'm sure uh, younger people nowadays hear about like Nirvana or Metallica or like through shirts, like in the back of skateboard magazines, they would have oh, yeah. shirts. And I would always see all these Descendants logos. And I'm like, Descendants, that just sounds cool. And then the shirts are always, you know, the name's cool and the shirts are always look cool. And I was like, Descendants, yeah. yeah. And then finally I saw one of their videos and I was like, oh, these guys are cool. Yeah. And I was like, I'm in. And yeah. It's, it's really sad that uh, <clears throat> when you see people wearing those shirts that came up this weekend uh, from the stage, I was talking to someone in the audience who had a, who had a, um, nirvana shirt on sure and i do a joke where i you know create backstories for people on stage and then i didn't realize that she just had it because she's like 20 years old yeah, or whatever at urban outfitters yeah yeah but i thought i was like oh you're a nirvana fan. just like, she's I, like i bought like a pbs shirt back in the day at, <laughs> at american apparel or whatever at uh, urban outfitters but it's so funny that you know that even the nirvana pearl jam genre yeah is so classic now that like, yeah it's classic it's rock shame, old man yeah, no, we are we are officially leaning into the boomer thing with 1985 as our thing. But Descendants, yeah, I I, uh, I also got those skateboard magazines and I was a, a slasher and all that stuff. Yeah. But I never Thrasher, I, Thrasher, yeah. thank you. Um, but I never I never liked the music. Like I was a big into skateboarding. Sure, we talked about that with uh, Mark Gonzalez was my skateboard. Gonzo, but um, yeah, I just didn't like the and the uh, suicidal tendencies was always always oh yeah on all those magazines. But, oh yeah. And I remember wanting to hear those bands, but like the gas station by my house only had like <laughs> shitty tapes. You know what I mean? Lionel Richie stuck on you. Twi- I remember I bought Twisted Sister. I'm like, well, this uh, looks like the closest thing to what you to like. what I'm into. Yeah, that's what happens when you're so far away from uh, from reality in Indiana. I mean, it was a, th- a 30 minute ride to get to uh, South Lake Mall. Yeah. Do you, do you see what I did there? I did. I lived in a small town. <laughs> No, so far away is the next. Oh song. shit! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, never mind. Yeah, Dire Straits. Just edit that out. You know what I mean? How you do your post editing? We don't do editing here. Uh, my next song, Dire Straits. Yeah. So far away. Um, Let us know too what this has been in. I know this was in like a movie or a TV show or something. 
Mark Knopfler doesn't allow that. I don't know. No, he does. There's music sent a lot of stuff. I was looking up, but I just couldn't. There's something, and someone's going to know what it is. We'll send you one of our free shirts <laughs> that we haven't yeah, made yet. Yeah, one of yet. Paul's stand-up shirts. Oh, yeah, shirts. better call Paul shirt. So unlike, and I put this in order purposely because this is the exact opposite of Voices Carry. Breaks every rule in music. It's like five minutes long. Yeah. They don't seem like they care. They don't about, give a shit. About, I didn't know. I was listening to... Long guitar solos. Uh... Their, what's their big uh, Sultan's of Swing Oh, no. Money for Nothing uh, Yeah, he, he drops a hard A hard uh, F-bomb F F-bomb yeah. in there So that song Also, in the cars uh, You might think I'm crazy Sarah caught it There's a full-on nip slip in there What do you mean? The, the, the woman's video? breast is out When when Rick Ocasek is like Holding her like, honk, like King Kong Oh, in the video Full-on nip slip No way Yeah Full on nip slip. Write that down in the notes and see if that was old. If everyone knew about that, I let us know, know also. Is full on full nip slip. It's, it's accepted? I mean, it's like hidden enough to where I never saw it. And Sarah just goes, her nipple was out. And I'm like, no. And I rewound it. I'm like, oh, my God, her nipple was out. Really? Yeah. Anyway, but, talk, talk about this song. Yeah, yeah. No. So money for nothing. I remember we were uh, traveling overseas, my family, on a trip. And then I heard Sting's voice in the money for nothing. I want yeah. my am. And I was like, holy shit, who is this? They were playing it. We were in Israel, and everyone was playing this song. I was like, I can't wait that to video. get to America. Holy shit, that video. Even so if you didn't cool. have cable, you saw that video. They that, made they made sure you saw that video. Oh, so cool. And I, I just happened, we were overseas that summer when this happened. And when I came back, I was like, oh, I can't wait to get it. And it was all over the place. Yeah. Within a week of being overseas, the country was taken over. Yes. And I remember that video. I was going to put that song on here, but... Again, I, I just I feel like this song has held up. Money for Nothing at the time was a, a game changer for yes. me. So far away, this song holds up. If I hear this on the radio, I'm like, this yes. is brilliant. I agree. I was uh, uh, another replacement song that I was gonna play was Here Comes a Regular, and I feel like they both have that same energy of just like Here Comes a Regular is a little more depressing yeah. than this, but these are both both like real laid back no. songs, and um, yeah, Dire Straits just got some. Really cool song. We had a uh, we had a guest Ben Spatoro uh, from uh, Workout Music. He loved Dire Straits. He told us about that on an episode earlier. Yes. And then I went back. I'm like, man, they really are good. And I don't like you saying that it's depressing because I don't think this song is depressing. I just think it's like chill. Like, uh, to me, this is like, and I, I, it's mellow. It's Sunday music. Uh, <laughs> I used to get real. The, the, Sunday's my worst day for depression, oh, okay. and it's always been even since I was a kid. And uh, this, to me, is just one of those Sunday songs that if I had on XRT, like, blaring in my one room up, in my bedroom upstairs. No, if no one was home at my house, I would have, like, XRT on real loud. And then I would just, like, be doing stuff around the house. Yeah. And then, or sometimes what you would do back in the day is you would have the same radio station on multiple radios throughout your right. house, which you can't do with, you know, phones and portable Bluetooth <laughs> right, devices. Right. So for me, though, I feel like the songs that are slow, like this, that are, they're, like, they are... They're not minor string song. I mean, yeah. there is minor chords in there, but they're like, it's just like a positive energy song where there are depressing songs that are like sad and slow. Yeah. Or, you know, a lot of cranberry songs are depressing. Sure. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I guess low key songs. I know what you mean. Low key songs. Well, yeah. So they're, no, they're not all fun. You know, they're not all Parker Lewis can't lose <laughs> sting songs. Sometimes I, they're a I little more. I can't make you happy. I feel like uh, no matter what I bring to the table. 
well, I, I like this song. I like I like no, I, I like every song on your list, uh, except the Sting song. <laughs> well, your next song, uh, yeah, baby, was on the cu- on the cutting board. It, yeah, I definitely wanted it on my list, but I thought I wasn't being honest with myself as an insider. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so it's like a recent thing. You and you and the song. No, I, I I told you earlier talking my thing with with talking heads. I didn't oh, want to yeah. give it away, but um, yeah, I, I just felt like eighty five. I wasn't there yet. I wasn't listening to talking heads. I, I was still uh, in my police Duran oh, Duran. Oh baby, I remember bubble. I've talked about it on the podcast. Right? My dad took me to the wrong mall, the mall without a music store, and I went to like Montgomery Wards, and I'm like, do you have the Talking Heads? And they're like, what are you talking about? Uh, here's the Talking Heads, and she was. <laughs> Good video, good everything. Just Very good, good. good. And she was lying in the grass. And she could hear the highway breathing. And she could see an earbud factory. And she's making sure she is not dreaming. So cool. Just a transition like that. Yeah. I just love what he does. Did you and see? Like, what a weird, like, this sound. They don't have a bunch of songs that sound like this. Like, such a unique, like I don't know, man. Road to Nowhere too, kind of similar. Yeah, feel, a little bit, a little you. bit. But like, it just feels so weird. It feels like to me a song that like a band would have all their songs that would sound like this. Yeah, if that makes sense. I, I like them a lot. Did you see him when uh, when David Byrne was on SNL? Yes. This year? How great was that? It's it's just like, I mean, how I mean all their sh- I mean like stop making sense or whatever like. This their videos too, all their old old videos too. Like I should say this one, and it, it's just like she always says, she's like, you could play this now, and everybody would go, yep, okay, that's cool. To be his age and to give a shit oh, about still, art, yeah, yeah. Like, but but it isn't just the music. The music is just one part of it. Right, it's the visual. The art, right? No, art. I'm saying it's just the full package. He never calls it in. No. Like we should all be better yeah. <laughs> as artists if we call yeah. ourselves artists. Like he just does not. I mean, and he could he, just uh, take the money and run. He discovered uh, our our friend Chuck Klosterman. Is that right? Yeah, Chuck Klosterman's first book. He put his uh, phone number in it, and it's like, if you want to call me, call me. And he called me. He's like, do you want to open for me? I'm doing a book reading on. Uh, it was like September, supposed to be September 11th, and then obviously it was postponed. But wow. then they still ended up doing it, and it was kind of like a big big thing. For we him. should reach out to him to come on the show. Sure. I mean, I bet you if he came on the show, he wouldn't put any of his own songs on there. He's not that guy. Oh no, he'd be like. But oh, Mick Jagger would. Mick Jagger. You think so? That would be so wild <laughs> if Mick Jagger came on and was like, "Oh man, satisfaction, baby. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start off with that one." And be like, "Mick, I don't think that's a great look." He would probably put one or two songs on, and he'd try to be like, "Oh no, he'd do all like blues songs." Yeah, like blues old, songs old like Junkyard, Junkman, Junkman, Johnson. And he'd be like, "I've never heard this song in my life." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Junkman Johnson. Who do you think would, which artist do you think would have all their own songs if they made a five song mix same for us? Kanye West. Yes. Uh, would do that. I don't know. <laughs> That's balls. Uh, I think Axel might have one Guns N' Roses song. Yeah. And, oh, I think he'd do uh, But more. be like, but the reason it's on here, he has some bullshit excuse. Like, <laughs> Axel, fucking, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Kanye would do it. God, that was another. They, they talk about uh, the Axel Rose. Kurt Cobain feud and uh, what happened to Alternative Nation. I feel like this is the same book that he wrote with. Uh, with he uh, wrote Your Favorite Band is Killing Me. I understand that, but these Not, are the same stories from that book. Well, I mean, he just the Nirvana 
Pearl Jam stuff gets a little recycled, sure. Well, this the feud with uh, Eddie Vedder and Kurt no Cobain. Axl Rose and, uh, and Nirvana Cobain. was in the, and yeah. Kurt Cobain was in there too. You know what? I think this guy stole some money on this book. You might be right. It was it was like a <laughs> dollar. It was like a dollar on Kindle. So yeah. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm getting it. Um, but you know, he's talking about Bush and Live, and all. it was oh, true. Okay. He made a good point. He goes, the least Googleable band of all time is Live. Oh yeah! It's like how the fuck do you you know? Well, that was funny because speaking of my friend Ben, his band was called Workout Music. Yes, you can find any of their. I stuff. mean, it's impossible. Yeah, yeah. Well, you didn't think about that. The shit band, back then. yes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember at the uh, the police, the Star Plaza, which was like the the big concert venue in in Maryville, Indiana. Um, they would they had a big you know scrolling marquee, and I would always see live, and I'd be like, "Is that live playing there?" You know, but it, oh no, I'd be like another band. That's Not that I would have rushed out to see live, but that's 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 consistent with your brand as well with the the, sh- the shed aquarium. Yeah, seeing live <laughs> and being like, "Is it the band live?" <laughs> They're here a no, lot. No, <laughs> it's the Oak Ridge Boys live. Being in a small town, that I could see that. Well, you know, I like small towns because I can breathe in small towns, <laughs> and you know, there's the, there's what we're looking for, which is leading into my next song, which I thought for sure. Marty would have on uh, at least a Mellencamp song being a Indiana a Hoosier. We were called Hoosier. Yeah. Small town. John Cougar at the time. Oh, was no. He, John Mellencamp. Was he John Mellencamp yeah. in 85? Just John Mellencamp. Drop the Johnny Cougar. And then the next album or the one after that, he becomes John Cougar Mellencamp. Can you imagine how many times this is played on Sirius XM <laughs> every, every day. fucking day? Yeah, this I video being a not kid, so good. It was like, oh, this video. You know who's in this video? Professional wrestler Rip Rogers. Oh yeah, he's the muscle man. Oh no, man. I'm sorry. This he's was a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the muscle man. This is a cool one. There was one where it's just friend, him playing. Rog- the hustler, Rip Rogers. Um, ain't that America? Pink houses. Pink houses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was very aware of the song growing up in Indiana. This is Scarecrow, yeah. This is Reagan, Reagan's America, Ronald Reagan's America. This is the one all the fucking racists want to go back to. <laughs> I, I 80s, I was huge, huge, huge into Mellencamp. Yeah. Uh, even up until the 90s, I got every album. And I, I and um, Lonesome Jubilee is still, up until recently, was one of my favorites. So yeah. All the, the B-sides on that were amazing. <laughs> Um, hot dogs and hamburgers. I, I'm remembering. I think David Spade. Uh, remember the Hollywood Minute? Yeah. So Mellencamp. I I don't know if they're still married. He, oh, the, with, that blonde like yeah, yeah, yeah. supermodel, and he talks about like met an LA girl, brought her to the small town. I don't think that's her because this is that this was like 20 years later. Yeah. Maybe when this song came, when they were talking, or 15, 10 years later. But anyway, uh, and like this is like a supermodel who used to date like Leonardo DiCaprio or something like that, and then she ends up marrying. Uh, uh, John, John Mellencamp and uh, David Spade is like, what a weird life for her. Like she used to hang out at like Sky Bar and now a horse is kicking her in the face <laughs> or something like <laughs> he had such a fun burn. I was just like, oh, dang, that's pretty good. Yeah, there was he used to burn people there that people would get mad. They wouldn't. I mean, Eddie, Eddie Murphy's Murphy, the yeah. famous one. He almost burnt the bridge. Between, I mean, that took decades to rebuild. To over, yeah. He, Eddie Look Murphy kids, wouldn't come back. Star. Yeah. Because, yeah, he wrote yeah. Kids, when he got arrested for. Bring a transvestite? No, I think a movie just I think oh. his movie just bombed or something. Pluto Nash, maybe. He's like, <laughs> Look, kid's a falling star. Yeah. Mellencamp was uh 
was a classic, still is. Um, some of the music holds up. This song definitely holds up um, for me. I mean, yeah. a lot of songs, like I like I said before, uh, Rolling Stones, especially Beatles. I've just heard or Led Zeppelin. I've mm-hmm. heard I've heard the max amount that I can hear of them. But for some reason, I I, I can keep going with John. Cooper. Yeah, I'm there with that one. Yeah. Like again, if I'm in a rental car and I have Sirius XM on and they play this probably every ten minutes on <laughs> the fucking way it used to be yeah. channel or something 80s or fucking home <laughs> down home channel or whatever bullshit uh yeah i'll always listen to it and the the video's quaint and it reminds me of old you know generation one mtv yeah it reminds you of your home being uh being a woman in indiana no i mean i remember it and i remember it, like i remember hearing it driving around in indiana even like old as i was older and you're just kind of like Okay, yeah, this is one of our guys. Like, there's a little like. Do you think they play more Indiana Pride? Yeah. Do you think like let's say every other state plays uh, well, hundred songs of John yeah. Cougar Day? Do you think it's like one ten or double? No, it's probably the hits just more. They probably more? just play the hits more. Like, but I feel like, like she... XRT love our our yeah. well, our big Indiana. college station yeah. XRT. What do you call it? You have a name for XRT? Triple uh, A? No. Triple uh, A is the name for uh, it's um, alternative. Triple A is the Radio name for it. Okay. But like our college, our college rock station or whatever, like loves, loves Melon Camp. Yeah. Loves them. And the loop used to play them a lot too. Yeah. And but to me, that's because we're also, Indiana bleeds into it. But yeah. like, I think if you go to, for sure in Chicago, they play more pumpkins than they do elsewhere. Sure. sure. So I feel like this sure. is your guys's. But also, they're not playing a bunch of super deep cuts. They're playing the sure. hits. Right. Well, of course not. I mean, at this point, it's like you're getting... You know, I think most radio stations are playing like I don't even know if they're playing that like older like that get a leg up or like you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, the newer Wild Night is calling. Like I don't even. I think they're That's just later, kind of like yeah, yeah. they're just kind of the like deep, yeah, the we play older like classics, the big ones. Yeah, he hasn't put out a new album in a while. Mm, he did something recently. He's also what just like a miserable dude. His daughter is on a show like the oh, really? Housewives or something. Oh no! Someone told me that. I was like, oh really? Oh no! Yeah, like a reality like show. Like a reality show. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I just always remember. I've heard some stories about him too that he's just like a real dick and like just like a chain smoking dick. But Does he think he's still smoking? What are you gonna do? How is he still alive? If he's still smoking. Yeah, he's fucking. He's a rock star, man. He's, <laughs> they're either they either die real early or they're indestructible. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Speaking of dying early, uh, <laughs> my final, my final, uh, well, I mean, it was from a death that came to yes, order. Yes. Um, much like uh, the wonderful <laughs> band Semisonic, um, from every new beginning, what was it? From every, come, every new beginning comes from some other beginnings and uh, New Order, which For those that don't know, came out of Joy Division. Joy Division, yes. Uh, their lead singer uh, killed himself and they uh, started New Order. Which again, and I said it on the podcast before, Michael Sanchez, one of my favorite jokes of all time. I've tried to quote uh, that story. I used to be in a Joy Division cover band, but our lead singer killed himself, and now I'm in a New Order cover band. Just <laughs> the most perfect joke of all time. Anyway, uh, Love Vigilantes, New Order, we'll talk about it in a second. Oh, baby, baby, baby. This is my number one song on this list. Easily. This is the number one song on both of our lists. Yeah. So, hold on. Let, hold on. Let's, let's play just... a little bit. Yeah, I've got a lot to say. Oh, I just come from 
so awesome. I did not know this was available as a pick. Yeah. I was so mad when I saw you picked yeah. it that I went back. That happens every once in a while where I'll go, motherfucker, that was an option. Yeah. I went back because I was like, there's no way I missed oh, this. Oh, you were going to. Fucking, are you the Scrabble guy who has a Scrabble dictionary? And you're like, no. that can't be real. I, Because uh, you've done that to me, which yes. is, we're nothing, I mean, we're not accurate listen, on this show. Listen, I hate to do it, and I hate to be like, sorry, dude, that was 95, not 96. Like, yeah. I hate to be that guy. But we have to. We're but we nothing, have to. We're nothing if we're not accurate on this show. And when I we're like the, checked uh, it, and I was like, 85. And I was like, I knew right away this was my last <laughs> song because it's the best song. And I knew right Such away. Such a good song. Such a good I remember, one of my favorite songs of all time. This is another one where like it was like listen to these lyrics and it's like whoa. Yeah. Story. It's a story song too. It's such a good yeah, this, this is would have been on my story song list, yeah, by the yeah. way, too. Yeah, Marty's a big story yeah. song guy. I uh this song holds up to this day, one of my top twenty songs of all time. The I hook, was so bummed. Uh, he just wants to come back and see his He's family, man. He's in the war. The big war. Yeah. So this song has been covered by multiple. There's so many good cover versions of yeah. this, too. But, um, yeah, I didn't like them at the time. I was I was against this prog rock thing until Dude, like later in life. Starting to realize I was kind of a nerd for like prog rock and like yeah. art rock. Back yeah, in I the was day. I was against. I was like a rocker back then with my mullet. But this song fucking. Yeah, I was uh, I was really bummed that I didn't get to pick it. And yeah. I wasn't going to I did want to call you out. And be like, that's not right here, but you're right. And I was like, I don't, well I don't done. know why, but like these songs always spoke to me. Like I always think of that like Michael Penn song, like Romeo and in, in black if jeans. I were wrong? Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know why I always liked those. I've always oh, liked those songs. It's a great and song. And this is like the best of all of them. This is yeah, the best sure. of all those songs or of all those bands. I think this song, this yeah. is the best. This this is a great song, Marty. You're, Thank you. You you ended your podcast with two amazing songs. Thank you. Um, and and uh, well, I mean, they're all. I I felt like I honestly, when I sent this to you, I was like, this is the maybe one of the best lists I've ever put together. <laughs> oh uh, no, this, I disagree. Show. I I knew I knew that love starting love with the seventh wave was be a hard hard uh, hard to get down past hard me. to get past you. But I also had to be honest with myself. That sure, it's it's part of my it's part of my brand. So, but um. But yeah, this was a great song, and uh, it holds up. And uh, this is one of those songs, like my last song, where I l- I got into it later in life. And uh, my last song is a song that at the time I didn't even know existed, but I was a big fan of In Excess. This was as my a kid. brother's band. Yeah, I've told you the story, right? No. Well, let's oh. let's yeah, play, uh, play, let's play "Shine Like It Does." Story. In Excess. Uh, fucking amazing song. Often overlooked song by them too. My brother was huge into in excess, uh, like the kick. That was like later, he went, like the right. kick tour and everything. Um, it's so funny that you mentioned in excess. Whenever I hear in excess now, this is like 
Oh my god! So my brother, uh, when he went, so good too. The yeah, resolve. this is great. Yeah, go ahead. When my brother was getting, when my brother was getting a divorce or like got divorced, he moved back home. And we would all just kind of like hang out and watch TV or whatever. And when Behind the Music was like the show, we would always watch any new Behind the Music we'd watch. And like my mom would be like, "What do you guys watch?" And I'll watch the. And we're watching Behind the Music about <laughs> in excess. And so uh, Michael Hutchinson, the the lead singer, is it Michael Hutchins or Hutchinson? Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins. So the lead singer, Michael Hutchins. Um, who dies of autoerotic asphyxiation. Yes. How, what if I told you that wasn't the most uncomfortable part of watching? Oh, that's right. I thought it was. No, 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 no. There's another part where before he dies, uh, he is in a fight with um, the guy who left, whose wife left him for. They put the big oh. concert together. Uh, she was famous too. Um, I, she was an actress or something. But anyway, uh, he gets punched out and he gets knocked out and hits his head. And Jonah, who you mentioned earlier, got punched out, and he lost his smell for a while. Uh, Michael Hutchins lost his taste. And the motherfucking guy in the band goes, Michael was no longer able to taste his favorite thing, the taste of a woman. And I was like, motherfucker, (laughs) dude. My mom is right there. What are you doing? It was so uncomfortable. I was like, oh. Polly Yates? Is that who it was? No. No, that's a... That's like a politician. (laughs) Polly Yates is like... No, Polly Yates, it says... um, all right, I googled Michael Hutch's wife. Oh, that that's way worse. Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, oh god. Oh, sorry, it ruined your fucking oral game, my dude. I'm <laughs> sitting here watching with my mom. You fuck. Who said that? The, the someone dude? in the band. Ugh. Yeah, someone in the band. So my friend Marty Casey, who is going to do the podcast, who yeah. I often text by accident when I'm trying to text you, yeah. um, was in the the rock star show to replace Michael Hutchins. In excess singer. Oh, they had like a, a reality show. Yeah, they had show. a show with uh, Dave Navarro, everything, and he was the runner-up, which is the best position to have. Yeah, because you don't have to do it, but you get the notoriety and yeah. stuff. Like that. and That's what they always say with American team. Idol. It's like, back, I think now they like the last like five people they locked down, but back in the day it would have been like, yeah, you want to lose, so you don't have to sign their fucking shitty yeah. contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, it is Polly Yates. That was his wife. Um, Why does that name sound like a someone who like Bill Clinton? Oh, maybe. Hey, do Polly Yates Bill Clinton? I'm just curious. But anyway, that was like, Something that name sounds so familiar for something that I'm not. It's like a I don't know. Anyway, well, she died too. She well, died. Heroin overdose. Ah, anyway, Paula. but but my, well, maybe maybe this is his other his prior one. Yeah. But um, also this is all from so long ago. This could all be wrong. I'm so sorry <laughs> if it was different people, but it's that guy who did no, he that. He died big, in 1997. That's right. Um, but it was the guy who she. He was only 37 when he died. Doesn't that seem crazy? 30, Michael Hutchins? Yeah. Yeah, it all makes sense, man. Huh. I don't know. He seemed so much older back then. Um, Kylie Minogue. Yeah. That's who it was. I knew we were right. Who's I, that? Kylie Minogue was his wife. He was married uh, to Kylie Minogue? Oh, they're all Australians. Yeah. Right, right. Wait, mm. It says here, yeah, they were partners at some point. She was the famous, she was connected to him at some point. But she left him. It went to some other dude. I'll find it. Just keep talking. I'll find it. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, so my friend Marty Casey got that deal. And Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof. Yeah. But I don't know if Bob Geldof was the one who knocked him out, or it might have just been someone at a bar or something. But the uh, he's the guy who started Live Aid. He's like yeah. the most honest. Guy yeah. But, um, about that. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I think that that uh, that, it, that you're right. It's a, they're a great band, and uh, yeah. it was funny because my friend Marty 
uh, didn't know in excess, and he went on the show because you know his agent was like, "This is a good opportunity." And he, he what channel to, was it on? It was on main. It was on channel five. I mean, oh, it was really? a big show. Rockstar. I mean, it's it was called Rockstar. Yeah. Oh, because of that movie. Remember that movie that was on yeah, the other day, and I was like, like yeah. "Oh no, what a bad movie!" But he, uh, the end of Rockstar, it's so bad. And it's like the whole movie is bad. But Donnie like, Wahlberg. But I remember renting it. Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. I remember renting it, and. You heard all they fucking promoted the shit out of it, and you're just like, all right, let's watch this. And Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston was in, and everything, yeah. and it was like, oh no. And then at the end, he's like, oh, I play guitar in Seattle now, like just in coffee shops. And I was like, fuck you, it's you so motherfucker. So it's bad. it's laughable. The show was good. They had they had singers from all around the country, yeah, and some of them were awesome. And Marty did a great job, and he, uh, but it was funny because he didn't know in excess. And I remember. I was like, yeah, I know. Here's the songs that you guys, because he sure. he had to go buy the album. Oh no! And uh, and he was like, that's so, like, and he uh, went on the show. I was like, yeah, I'm a huge fan. Was I was when I was listening when I watched that, uh, and it's kind of what he had to do, but it's just the the most important part of the the band. When I was watching that um, hired guns documentary on Amazon about like yeah, yeah. session player, like backing band guys. And it's like, whenever they ask, they're like, always go, yep, love the band. You know, they're like, hey, you like Guided by Voices? Yep, love the band. And they're like, cool, you're going to be their new drummer. Fuck, I got to download every song. <laughs> or back then, go out and get every CD yeah, back- I could and just listen to them nonstop. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's how you had to do it. And, and it, it worked out great for him. He had an awesome career. It still does. And uh, we'll have him on the show. Well, maybe we'll have him do the 1912 episode. I showed Sarah some excess videos this weekend. And uh He's a fucking man. Michael Hutchins was just a rock star. Yeah, just a fucking such great rock hair, star. Fucking stud. Everything great. Great band. Yeah, and Kick was a great album. I remember that was one of the first CDs I got as a kid. Yeah, I was like, holy shit, they're great. But yep. Well, we did another yeah. 1985. Great year, great choice, Marty. Hey. Uh, and great way to end our. I think uh, both of our endings were good. I, I think next, Shine like the. You like that song, right? Shine. Like I am honestly, it. it's not one of the songs that I know okay. from them. So when I heard it, I, I was still like, love oh, okay. it. It's a great song. If you guys uh, have ideas for what we should do, let us know. PaulMartyMix at gmail.com. Uh, if you do want to hear us do the 1912 list, if we no, get... No, this is never <laughs> happening. Stop. This is never <laughs> happening. If there's a year you want us to cover, let us know. Or a, 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 topic. a theme topic, uh, theme ones. We've got, we've got let some Let us know when, uh, when rock and roll embarrassed you. Uh, <laughs> Awkward songs to be in yeah, the car. Yeah. Awkward songs to be in the car with listening to sure, your parents. Sure. That's a thing, too. That could be a lot. Well, uh, follow us. Do what you're doing. Tell your friends if you like the episode. And, and if you don't, tell them anyway. Right? Uh, absolutely, Paul. We should go out with uh, Oh, I don't Hooters. even. You know what? Normally, I have a fun little song. I, I Hit the I, Hooters. Get them Hooters yeah, ready we gotta to go. Yeah, we got to get Hooters. Where can people find you? At uh, Marty DeRosa uh, or at a local Hooters. No. Uh, and where can and people find you, Paul? PaulFComedy.com is my website. And uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram, Paul Farvari common spelling real common this fucking weenie intro i can't believe neither of us have this on the list i just you know i just didn't have room for it i mean it's so 80s too though that's the other thing so americana and yet not not british thanks guys 